0: The drive show with Peter Vlahos. Tool your complete tool centre, proudly WA-owned and operated for over 40 years. A little on a Saturday night. Yeah, it should be a big one uh, tomorrow night. It is State of Origin one, of course. It's been a concept that's now gone four decades, and it is New South Wales who are playing for the first time in Sydney since 2018. Twenty. They haven't played the last couple of years there because of the COVID situation. But State of Origin 1 is back at the Olympic Stadium there in Sydney tomorrow night, and about 80,000 are expected to flock. And as we know, State of Origin 2 will be here at Optus Stadium towards the end of June. I'll get the exact date, actually. I think it's about June 26, uh, State of Origin 2 here at Optus Stadium, and that'll pull about another 50,000, 60,000, and then we'll have uh, the... Uh, Game three at Suncorp Stadium there, the rectangular stadium in Brisbane. Yes, it is the 26th of June, State of Origin 2 here at Optus Stadium. Just before we go to our guest, uh, from Mike, hi, Pete and Haggers. Well, Haggers is not in tonight, being a Tuesday night. He's always in on a Monday and a Friday, uh, Thursday. He'll be back here Thursday night to have a look at all the AFL teams and news. He says, bad luck uh, for Freddie. Of course, talking about Michael Fredericks, who... Is uh, out for this week. Uh, but those are the rules. It's harder to get back in the team as everyone wants to keep their spot. Yeah, Michael Palmyra, that's correct. Uh, Mike was on the temper at bedshed text line 0487 736 736. So let's have a look at State of Origin 1. And a man that uh, knows all about it is uh, Scott Sattler. He joins us on the program. NRL the broadcast, of course, played State of Origin. And had a distinguished career with over two hundred games in the NRL. Scott, thanks for joining us. I reckon you must be getting a bit excited.
1: It is, it is, Pete. Uh, not a, even if you're not a rugby league fan, a lot of people are intrigued by state of origin, intrigued for a number of reasons. Because uh, you know Queensland versus New South Wales. A lot of a lot of the, the top ranked sports in Australia don't have uh, Queensland versus New South Wales. I know the AFL did many years ago. Um, but a lot of people are intrigued, I think, by the brutality of it as well. Uh, it has cleaned up a little bit over the years, but in saying that, the confrontation, you know, is um, it's, it's gigantic at times. And uh, this is what origin has been built on since 1980, uh, state against state, mate against mate. And um, it's, it's the only time that you see teammates who train together and play together each and every week in the NRL, but then they go up against each other in three games Every year, they basically throw friendship out the window. So, yeah, it's it's, a, it's an amazing rivalry. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, saying that, I, I think the Maroons, and, of course, you're a Queensland through and through because you represented Queensland in the State of Origin encounter, uh, they haven't had much success in Sydney of late. Do you think that can uh, maybe turn around uh, in the match tomorrow night?
1: Well, they need to, and, and you are right. Out of, I think, it's like 26 games or something that's been played at the Olympic Stadium in in Homebush in Sydney, Uh, Queensland have only won, I think about 30% of those games. It's a a completely different surface than what you see uh, in Queensland at Suncorp Stadium. It's a, it's a slippery, dewy sort of surface. It's not conducive to the way that Queensland like to play, which is a really fast up tempo style of rugby league. So yeah, it's always been against them for some reason. So, uh, but this Queensland side's a different side. It's, they're going to be well coached by Billy Slater. They'll be really well prepared and um and he's got a really good assistant coaching crew with him as well, Billy Slater, some of the greats in Cam Smith and Billy Slater there. So they'll go in well prepared. I think um when you match match up player to player with Queensland, New South Wales, I think Queensland have got a lot of players that are in form week to week at the moment. So I really can't split them. it'll come down to it'll come down to one moment in the game tomorrow night. That will decide the outcome, I think. But uh, you are right. This this is a stadium that Queensland don't have a great record at. It's a little bit like New South Wales were for so many years at at the Old Lang Park, now Suncorp Stadium. So, but you know, Origin's all about these little battles that emerge across the game. You have just got to win a majority of those battles, battles, and you win the game.
0: Of course, nobody wore his heart on his sleeve and had so much passion for Queensland. Like Billy Slater, now the man in charge. We saw what he did in his uh, years with the Melbourne Storm under Craig Bellamy, and we've seen what he's been part of that iconic breed of uh, Queensland at that one series after series after series. What do you think you'll bring as a coach?
1: Well, he's meticulous in his preparation, um, and sometimes that works against you in state of origin when you are, I suppose, um, yeah, not as spontaneous and a little bit a little bit more creativity and he gets that from Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy is meticulous with his attention to detail with preparation. So I think he'll be meticulous in their preparation behind the scenes, but the players won't see a lot of that. What they'll see is a real simplified uh, coaching technique and style where everything is a lot of fun, but everything is done at a breakneck speed the way that he played the way that he'll coach his side will be that they'll go into the into the game not thinking they're the underdogs, because every year everyone says, "Oh, Corey's not the underdogs, you've got less players to pick from, It's their backs against the wall. He's come out publicly and said, no, we're not using that tag, we're not the underdogs. Whenever I took the field, I never ever thought anyone in the opposition was better than me. So they'll go into the game with this steely frame of mind that you're going to have to be really good to beat us, and he was one of the great competitors, Billy. And you know, he basically the eighty minutes was played at a at a tempo that you very rarely see at NRL level week in, week out. He played at a state of origin level, week in, week out. And I think that's the way he's gonna have the mindset of this Queensland team, that they're gonna have to be really good to to be able to take the onslaught of this New South Wales side. They've got a lot of really good combinations.
0: What's been interesting, of course, there hasn't been a state of origin match because of COVID in Sydney since 2020. Last year, the series went down to New South Wales 2-1, and really, uh, Queenslanders were rank outsiders. Saying that, they look like debuting four new players, Queensland, tomorrow night. Do you remember your state of origin match for Queensland? And what were you like when you were about to go there and wear the Guernsey with pride? Well, I was 31,
1: Pete. So I was one of the oldest debutants in the history of origin. So I'd had a lot of, you know, 200 NRL games behind my belt. I was confident in big games. I I always prepared really well. So going into origin, I was a lot more mature than a lot of the young players like Reuben Cotters and Jeremiah Nanais, uh, for example, and, and Selwyn Cobos. They're, they're 19, 20, 21 years of age. If I was at their age and went into origin, you know, I wouldn't have slept for the 10 days in origin camp. But... <laughs> Yeah, I was still nervous because I knew how much is at stake when you play for Queensland, how much the entire state relies on their rugby league team to win. Um, but I had really settled nerves because, because I suppose, of my age, to be quite honest. Um, I was still very nervous, don't get me wrong, standing there for the national anthem. I remember running out onto this very stadium at the Olympic, Olympic Stadium in Homebush. I remember the New South Wales fans when they yelled and screamed when New South Wales came out into the field. My whole body from the bones from the inside outwards just shook my whole body was shaking and i i'd never felt i'd never felt a feeling like it in a, in a rugby league game so i've got to say standing there for the for the national anthem that was probably the most nervous i was when you're looking into the stand and all of a sudden you catch the eyes of your mum and dad and and at that stage i had a you now, i had a son who was rugby league mad and he was five years of age i'm looking into his eyes and I know how much it means to these people and the people that have got me there. So that's when I was at my most nervous. So there's going to be
0: a few more nerves, I think, with these 19, 20-year-olds. Yeah, Amazing. So saying that, let's look at the individual teams. You said it could come down to one special X factor that could determine game one. Who's the X factor for Queensland and who do you think is the X factor for the Blues?
1: Well, I'll go back to... 20, the 2020 season, which was played after the, after the NRL competition because of COVID. And it's the same two players. In game two, played in New South Wales in the third minute, Cameron Munster there, number five, eight, number six. He hits his head on the ground, gets ruled out because of a concussion test and he fails a concussion test. Doesn't play the other 73 minutes. New South Wales win convincingly. So it goes to Brisbane for a decider. And in that game, their best player and their captain, James Tedesco, gets knocked out when his head hits the knee of Josh Papaliti, fails the concussion test, can't come back on the field, Queensland win the series. It's going to be exactly the same players. If if one of those players is the man of the match, their team wins. Simple as that. So uh, they're the two best players. The number one for New South Wales, number six for Queensland everything comes off the back of those two players. It may come down to a referee decision, a penalty, whatever it may be, but if it's going to come down to just the, the pure class of the players and the important players, it's those two players that, that dictate how this game plays out.
0: Mm. Okay. Now, Scotty, before I let you go, I've got to talk about Dad. How's he going? One of the legends of rugby league, of course, a legend at South Sydney and I think played in something like about four premiership for Souths but he also played with New South Wales and Queensland in representative yeah. football, didn't
1: he? Yeah, it was. It was before State of Origin in 1980. So State of Origin, in in quick a quick explanation for the listeners, was when you played your first senior game class as a 15- or 16-year-old, that's who you became eligible for. And, and But back when he played in the 60s and 70s, it was basically where you were playing, in the Brisbane Comp and the New South Wales Comp. And, in the 60s, he was playing. In the early 70s, he played for New South Wales and captained New South Wales. And then when he moved to Queensland in 1973, he captained Queensland as well. So there was no such thing as State of Origin. Um, you now, he, he never thought, when it was explained to him in 1980, that this concept called State of Origin, where guys are going to come back from New South Wales and represent Queensland, where they played their first game as a 15 or 16-year-old, he said, we'll never work. It won't work. <laughs> but as we know, it's one of the... It's a juggernaut when it comes to the sporting calendar. He's going all right. He's, he's 80 this year. Um, good on him. He's, he's, a, he's a frail man now. He's not as big and, and thick set as what he was when he, um, when he played when he retired. Um, now he's got a little bit of dementia. He, he remembers all the good old days when he played footy, um, but can't remember what, what happened yesterday. So, yeah. But outside of that, he looks healthy. He's going okay.
0: Good stuff, Scotty. Thanks for joining us, mate. Really appreciate it. Enjoy Origin 1. We'll see you in Perth towards the end of the month. Oh, I can't wait for the second one. Good on you, Scott. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we'll probably invite him in the studio, actually, uh, if he's available before that, because I'll be broadcasting just before Origin 2. So we'll see how we go. Uh, It gets underway, by the way. In fact, Origin 2, I think, gets underway at 10 to 6, our time, because of the televising of it into the eastern states. Gets underway at 10 past 8 Sydney time. Ten past six Perth time. And I've got a feeling Origin 2 starts at 10 to 6 on the 26th of June. By the way, we're about Johnny Sattler there and the fact that he played for both Queensland and also New South Wales. You may have heard the interview last week with Leon Larkin when he saw Big Polly Farmer, the late, great Polly Farmer, wearing the big V on his chest. And he said, this can't happen. A West Australian legend playing against us. And that was the brainchild to bring in state of origin football when it came to Aussie rules. and But there you go, perfect example. Johnny Sattler, one of the icons, one of the legends of rugby league, played with both states, Queensland and New South Wales. And that's why state of origin is so good. By the way, before we go to the break, 123 times they've played against each other. Uh, Queensland have won 65. There's been 56 wins for the Blues and two drawn matches. And when you look at the lineups for tomorrow... You know, the fullbacks, you know, James Tedesco, who's the skipper of the Blues, and Caelan Ponga, who's such an outstanding player. Dane Gagai, who's been an experienced campaigner. This is all for the Blues. Cameron Munster, Daly Cherry Evans, who's the captain of uh, the Queensland side. And it goes down. So there's some very handy players for Queensland. But then you've got, as I said, Tedesco's there. You know, you've got the likes of Nathan Cleary who, as we know, his father is the coach of uh, the Penrith Panthers, who are just monstering at the moment, South Sydney's Cameron Murray. So there are some uh, class players, and it should be a terrific match in front of 80,000 people live there at the Olympic Stadium, ACOR Stadium, it's known these days, Queensland taking on New South Wales. Big game tomorrow morning at 2 o'clock. I know a lot of people may not watch it because of uh, the time frame, but you may wake up tomorrow morning and realise that the Socceroos won't be going to the World Cup in Qatar in November, the first time they won't be represented at the biggest sporting event on the planet every four years in 20 years. They've been there in the last 20 years after, of course, qualifying in 2006 uh, after that drought from 1974. They don't qualify in 2022. Then all of a sudden, the next option is is 2026, which will be 20 years. Anyway, we'll speak to a man that's going to bring you the uh, coverage of the match on the 10 Network and Paramount+. Plus. Robbie Thompson's going to join us after the break here on Drive with Peter Vlahos. All thanks to Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre.